How we doing, y'all? It is your boy, Jordan Lambright, one of the most authentic preachers you will ever hear. And this is my podcast, Church from the Other Side. Welcome. And today I'm going to start off by reading a scripture, uh, Hebrews chapter 4, starting in verse 1, where it says, God promise of entering his place of rest still stands. So we ought to tremble with fear that some of you might fail to get there. For this good news that God has prepared a place of rest has been announced to us as it was to them, but it did them no good because they didn't believe what God told them. For only we who believe can enter God's rest. Amen. And that's what I want to talk to you guys about, entering God's rest. You see, God is calling people to enter his rest. He's calling people out of their labors, but for some reason, we prefer to do things the hard way. Like, have you ever met someone who just insisted on doing things their own way, even though it's wrong, even though it's not as productive? They just continue to do things the wrong way. And you just have to watch them. Well, honestly, that's kind of the way God sees us sometimes. You know, he's telling us that we need to come and enter his rest, but we ignore his invitation and we try to do things our own way. But the reality is God has a better system for us. We try to be perfect and we keep failing. We try to make moves, make things happen, and nothing seems to be flowing. Like we keep trying hard and we're seeing little result. The issue might be that you're trying in your own strength. And God is really asking us to enter his rest. See, a lot of people are out here stressing about their future. There's a lot of pressure to be successful. You know, there's so much pressure to be successful nowadays that even when you're successful, you still don't believe that you're successful. You know, we think that because we didn't make the recommended move that we messed up our future because I didn't pick a certain major, because I went down the wrong career path, because I'm not focused enough. You know, but here's the thing about it. That stuff does not hinder the destiny of God. Ecclesiastes 6.10 says that everything has already been known long ago what each person will be. So there's no use in arguing with God about your destiny. You see, God has already spoken your destiny into existence and decided that you were going to be successful. He's already decided that you're going to overcome. There's no point in trying to change God's mind. You know, some people get got this religious idea in their head that they are destined to be a failure, predestined to repeat the mistakes that your parents made, or predestined not to prosper. But you've got to understand, God never spoke that into you. God only spoke success and good things into your life. And that's what entering God's rest is all about. His rest is understanding that there are things in your life already completed by God from the beginning. We just have to believe it. We just have to rest in his promise. See, you can only receive the promise of God through faith. You don't receive the promise of God through your own self-effort, by doing things in your own strength. You know, doing things in your own effort is basically like, imagine your parents were like, hey, I'm going to buy you a mansion. But the one catch is, I have to build this house first and it's going to take about a year. 
That's what your parents said. That's what your parents promised to you. It was already going to be given to you. But you get impatient and say, you know what, guys? Never mind. I'm going to go out and buy my own mansion. But the thing about it is you're going to go and buy your own mansion. But the reality is you don't actually have the money to buy a mansion. All you really have is money to buy a tent. So you just buy a tent and pitch it in the your back of your parents' yard and live there for the rest of your life. You know, that's what your own self-effort looks like. And entering God's rest doesn't mean that you don't have to work. You know what I mean? If you're in school, you still have to do your assignments. If you have a job, you still have to show up on time and put in a full day's work. You you still, if you're looking for a job, you still got to put in an application. If you're trying to get into Yale, you still have to have a good GPA. If you're looking for a spouse, you know, you got to look presentable. You know, think about the children of Israel, how they were promised the promised land. It was given to them. You know, God called it to be theirs. But they couldn't simply just walk into it. They had to fight for it. But the thing about it was, because God was on their side, the odds were extremely stacked in their favor. To the point where they didn't have to have the biggest army or the best strategy. They just had to go because Jehovah was on their side. He had prepared an angel. I mean, he had sent an angel to prepare a way for them. See, understand, life isn't as stressful when you have God preparing a way for you. So no, resting is not an excuse to be lazy, but is a promise to prepare for. See, the truth is you can do more in God's rest than you can do with a year of self-effort. And God doesn't want us worrying about the things of the world. You know, that's what people who are not believers, who are not children of God, they worry. But we don't have to. We are called to live stress-free. We are called to enter God's rest. You know, that's what, imagine living life stress-free. I know it's hard for a lot of people to imagine, but that's what God wants us to experience. That's the kind of life that God lives. You know, God the Father is always at rest. He just worked for those six days when he was creating the world, and then he rested on the seventh. And he never has to leave that rest because everything is complete. Everything is done. There's nothing else for him to do. It was complete from the beginning. When it says that it was complete, it means that it was complete for all time. You know what I mean? You, you rarely see a scripture of God working. You know, he usually sends his angels to do the work for him. He has people to work for him. You know, God's always sitting on a throne. And this is the reason why. The reason why God can always sit and rest is because God is a king. He does his work through commands and decrees. God knows his role. And the question is, do we know ours? There's a verse in Ecclesiastes 10.7 that says, I have seen a slave riding a horse and a prince walking like a slave in a land. Now think about that. I've always took this verse to mean that we don't necessarily know our positions. We're kings, right? He said that he saw a prince walking like a slave. So we are those princes. But sometimes we don't take our authority and we end up doing the work of the slave. See, God wants us to see that we are kings. Kings don't do the work of the slaves. We have a different type of work. And Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not worry about anything, but in all things, prayer and supplication, make your requests known to God. See, that's an example of the work of kings. We're making requests. 
kings make requests and requests get executed by, you know, their workers. Okay, so Job 22:28 says, what you decide will be done and light will always shine on your way. See, instead of stressing and trying to make things work that aren't for us, we need to be praying, making a request. That's the work of the king. You know, and when we don't do that, we're doing the work of the servant. See, when you understand your role, achieving what God has for you takes on a different look. You no longer feel the need to chase things that aren't for you because you know that the God has things for you. You begin to wait on the Lord and rest in his faithfulness and seek his kingdom first. See, there are things that God specifically has for you. He has jobs specifically for you. He has friends specifically for you, relationships, houses, all these things that we can think about, all these things we can imagine, all these things that we can want, God has it. All these things that we can want, God already has for you. All the things that the world goes crazy worrying about, he already has those things covered. You know, they're designed for you and nobody else. Like, I remember times where, like, I didn't have certain things. I didn't have a job, and God provided. I didn't have friends, and God provided. You know, don't let the enemy trick you into thinking that everything's in vain. It's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by his spirit. This is Church from the Other Side. Thank you guys for listening. God bless.